Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. So I have no doubt that if you're watching or listening to this podcast, and perhaps you've listened to a couple of episodes, you're someone who's passionate about the life that you're leading and creating, or you feel like you need that extra motivation, that extra boost from us to make the next steps in your life. But the reality is sometimes it can feel like you're not making progress, that you keep doing the actions and still you're not getting towards that vision or that goal or something you just want to see manifest and appear in your life. Well, we want to share with you today the power of the not now and it could be the very reason why you're not seeing the results of your goals just yet. So with our podcast the majority of what we talk about is actually life lessons that we've learned maybe the hardware the easy way or perhaps even stuff that we're going through or figuring out ourselves right now and this podcast episode I'm really excited to share with you because it's definitely something I have had to learn it's a life lesson more so right now in this season of my life that I have first-hand experience of yes this feels right this is clicking and this has given me a sense of peace so if this topic feels like it's not for you maybe just keep a note of it maybe just come back to it once in a while but before we start if you're watching on video we're on the mama for fur channel every single week as a video podcast as well and you can also listen to us obviously on you know spotify or apple itunes and um, but if you're watching the video you might notice there's a couple of new mugs and little bottles and things like that we don't have a sponsor for the podcast don't get excited but no we are open to iron brew and supreme if they want to sponsor us just as a sideline but i don't i don't see that coming just yet But to kick off, I wanted to share with you this notebook. So this is actually a notebook that my mum gave me and I'll put it up to the camera if you're watching it as well. Um, But this notebook is a green notebook. My mum loves to give me meaningful gifts. So um, in our family, it doesn't matter the value. It's more about have you thought about the person. So it can be a pen, it can be a pair of socks. And she got me a notebook. Now, this to be year. fair, you like to make a lot of notes. Oh, and endless. A, and as a lot of people seem to do, once you show an interest in something, yep. then that's pretty much what you get. Absolutely. So you showed an interest once in peanut butter cups. I do love Reese's Peter. Again, another potential sponsor. But you, you have those yep. now and again. Like, well, you quite like them. I, I mean, do. they're not the most amazing thing versus lots of other things as well like you're happy to spread your sweet treats into other things <laughs> but for whatever reason every time someone else buys you something mm. it's some kind of Reese's Pieces it's amazing thing. look let's not let's not stop the supply of chocolate but yeah my, my mum is very in tune that if I say I like something she always makes sure she thinks I mean and notebooks are no different from that so this Christmas I got this notebook and if you're not watching the video it actually says some words on the front of it as most notebooks do sometimes they just say notebook but this one says live simply dream big be grateful give love and laugh lots while taking notes the last bit says take notes and within it my journey with personal development I think I have been schooled in the kind of conventional way. Now, the conventional way I'm talking about is most people will teach that in personal development, you've got to write down your goals, 
usually in pen and paper. You've got to be working towards them. You've got to visualize them. You've got to study them. You've got to affirm them, you know, speak it out loud. These are all fantastic techniques. And so, and I'll go on to that and why in particular this podcast is so significant. If, if you've maybe tried those in the past and they're not clicking, but the first thing I tend to do when I get a new notebook and I think I'm going to use it is I will write down, I've written down, what do I want or think could be fun? So it's all about, you know, kind of like micro goals. And this was back in May. I eventually used the notebook. So I've got a big long list. I'm not going to read them out. Um, or just things that would feel fun to bring into my life. You know, stuff about business, stuff about me as a person. And one of them is writing a best-selling book. And I have a book, a book out already that I self-published. But my one of my main visions and goals, I would love to see my work in the hands of as many people as possible. And YouTube podcasts are phenomenal but I personally love a physical book it's almost like a, an emotional experience like I equate my books as almost well, like you love to highlight, <laughs> I love you love to to highlight make notes. And notes and all that so that's that's actually a goal that's probably been on my list for the past two years since I wrote my last one I know the books that I want to write I can almost see them appearing but interesting enough this goal has probably been the most challenging for me now I've got I can see in my mind how it might happen you know I can see us traveling at the airport and my book is on those shelves you know for the passers-by to get to but what I found was that every time I look at this book it instead of feeling inspired sometimes and you do smile and you feel excited but sometimes you look at these goals and it's almost like it's your birthday or new year's day and you look back and you go wow four months have gone past or three months have gone past oh, rubbish, I've not hit these goals. Like, what am I doing with my days? <laughs> you know, what am I actually putting out into the world? Well, I really want to have this goal and that goal and that goal, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. Like, what's wrong with me? They're all really great goals. Why hasn't the universe or, you know, God or any of those things, why haven't I had the secret sauce and made it happen? And that's why I think this particular method of goal setting might only be suitable for different seasons of people's life. So the goal about writing a book, I've wanted to do this for so long. And um, there's one particular old school wisdom that says, you know, that the universe or God will provide generously for the things you need. So that obviously goes about like everything you could need or want will be provided to you. You know, there's no struggle, there's no hardship. So I look at that and go, right, okay, I feel that these goals are going to benefit me, you, the kids, the world, hopefully, right? I'm not, I'm not wanting to write a book just for the sake of it to make me feel good. I want to help other people. And I think what can happen is looking at goals and those kind of things, you think the only outcome is I need to take action. So what's happened to me is I've tried, I think, honestly, for about a year to write the first book in this, I've got about seven or eight that I want to write, all about money, all about prosperity, really deep things that I think nobody's talking about in particular. And you know, I've sat up at six in the morning, I've sat at seven o'clock at night, doesn't matter the time, blank bit, you know, my document, I've got it kind of laid out, I've tried to do the plan for it, and it's felt hard, it's felt a struggle. Well, you've laid it all out. You spent lots of different amounts of time on it, either in planning, in structuring, in organizing and getting your mindset together about what you want to do. And you've also actually allocated really key bits of time when mm. you sit down and you really focus on it. But for whatever reason, although you've definitely made some progress, you've just not found it quite clicking. I just haven't found the inspiration. So this is a really remarkable thing. This book 
I want to write. I have written a book before, so I talked about this. I've got a book called The Master Money Blueprint. I wrote it nearly three years ago, actually. And it's not what you think it is, actually. No. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one. It's quite a high-level book, right? Yeah, well, it is. It's, it's not really money education as much. It's really about the mindset and the approach and the, yes. the thought process around money and your relationship with it. Absolutely. Than actual money techniques and it's, tactics yeah, and things it, like that. There's a couple of things in there and I wanted a book that was going to be universal that like I could literally, you know, it would last 30, 40 years and so it's got, anyway, we won't touch upon that. Go and check it out if you fancy. It's on Amazon that you can buy if you if you really want a copy. It's But that book, when I wrote it, I can't describe it. It came to me almost like in a flow of information, right? It felt very um, natural, non-struggle. I knew what I wanted to write in it the right analogies and all that. Now, obviously, I didn't have an editor, completely self-published, and almost in some way, I felt I wanted to write and get it out of my system. So it's by no means a perfect book. It's very, you know, there might be some grammar errors and things like that. I'm no doubt. Well, you, you know, wrote it in a very kind of mind flow point of view. Mm. And then I went through and then we and kind of, me, yeah. we, we tweaked it and stripped some bits out of it because ultimately you you wrote it as a almost stream of consciousness. Yes, exactly. So it was really easy for you to write overall. And then it just needed those kind of rough edges trimmed off as much as mm. we could for the structure you had. So as you said, it's not perfect by any means, but it's, definitely good at portraying the messages and the content and the ideas that you wanted to mm. and it's a it's a really good read there are some wonderful insights in Aww. there and i've actually had over the three years people comment and you know email me and all that so i know that even if one person's read it and got something from it it's been worthwhile but that process of writing that first book and this is the thing with my with youtube and podcasts i find it all that comes in flow I, there's rarely occasions where it feels hard that particular aspect that like actually getting inspiration knowing what to talk about or knowing what to you know to say and things like that but this book that I've had written down as a goal for the past year and I tell people oh, I'm going to write my next book I am constantly finding I'm stuck in this cycle and what I found was I was feeling guilty I'd be writing on my to-do list every single week going start book plan book and I'd turn up and I'm like, there's nothing there. There's, I don't have peace, this feels hard. And when I was thinking about this particular episode, what prompted it was, it's really been in the past five, six days, the past week, that yep. I've had massive clarity and kind of like an answered prayer about, okay, why is this? Like, it's, it's almost like you've got to ask a better question. Like, no, I've decided this is my goal. So that's the way it's going to happen. And and the past couple of weeks, I've really been searching out, okay, but why is this hard? Or what can I do to make this easy? And this is what came to me. And there is something that's kind of banded about in personal development. Like if, if the universe did everything for you, you wouldn't grow. So literally, yep, okay. if, that makes sense. you know, manifestation or law of attraction, very much buzzwords, I, I believe they're kind of really not the full picture of what's going on. But you could say, well, I've written down those goals. So those are honourable goals according to my judgment. So therefore, you know, the universe should give me them, you know, if I work towards them. But the thing is, if we got those goals without trying, think about it when you're raising a child, right? If a child got up from crawling, stood up, first attempt, boom, I was walking and he was walking five miles, 
he would never know like the things to be aware of like okay you're going to be unsteady on your feet you need to make sure you work out what stride can you take yeah, they'll, they'll trip and fall ultimately they'll struggle to deal with some of the obstacles that come along exactly because it came really easily yes and therefore they don't have the kind of full picture of education they require to actually do it well yes so goals absolutely can seem that they're the straightforward or that extra that miracle that could appear in your life but it's not meant to be that you get everything without any change into you as a person the change that will happen these are all maybe external results but remember law of cause and effect something has to change inside you first these are all external things that happen as an after effect. So I kind of was led back to thinking about Aladdin's lamp. The, you know, the three wishes. Did the, yep. Well, what if we, you know, this, it'd be amazing. Like got, someone said to you, what are your top three goals? Right, boom, there you go. Well, what would happen then that it's very powerful, it's very exciting, but a lot of people then would be stuck. They would always write down their goals. They would get everything they asked for, but then nothing would actually the person themselves would change yes they have the material they have the situation that makes them think they'll be happy but you've not had to grow in to that goal or develop so a great example of this is actually you see lots of people who win the lottery yes and then they don't have anything after a very short period of time now various people that have won the lottery maybe don't have a background of being careful with their money so therefore the habits that you've learned the behaviors that you've learned that got you maybe into debt or just Mm. not being very good with money, they still exist when you have lots of money. So what happens is you carry on those behaviors, those activities, and ultimately then your money disappears very quickly through another series of poor choices. And the reason that happens is ultimately you are immediately blessed with something. So like the magic lamp giving you something, but you're not ready for it. You've not gone through the life journey required for you to be ready for it, for you to be able to maximize its value to you, to be able to really enjoy and embrace what's happening, and also to know how to manage it properly, Mm. to know how to steward that money in a way that's actually going to serve you or whatever else your focus is are properly and i think that that's a really big problem sometimes that people can have when they hit some kind of immediate success Mm -hmm. so whether they suddenly find stardom or whatever it happens to be is that you haven't had that journey along the way Mm. that actually arms you preps you and makes you capable of ultimately dealing with where you want to end up being Mm. so when you write goals let's say law of attraction maybe the more traditional goal setting would say it's about holding the faith It's about believing in yourself, getting the right mindsets. If you believe hard enough, if you believe almost with perfect faith, no fear, fear is cast out, then you will get your goals, right? That's what logic would say. I'm going to say that actually your goals are never designed based on your current level. We know that for a doubt. They're, you know, they're always saying something you want to bring out in you or something that's meant to come out yes, in you. Yes, for into moving onwards and upwards. For growing and developing. But the thing is, the struggles and the doubts and the hiccups towards those goals actually could be the very miracle and the test that's meant to come out of it. So because we write something down or we believe a desire, our goal seems like excellent, that's something that could be really exciting maybe it's never that we're meant to hit that goal right now it's actually meant to be there's some character change that that goal almost is i wouldn't say like it's like a signpost on the way but it's not the final destination it's meant to open up something deeper and as 
you know, as ridiculous as it might sound to someone else, it kind of looks like you holding faith or having that goal will definitely not work. But maybe the longer it takes you to get there, the deeper the lesson is ingrained. So for me, um, when I was, you know, thinking about this book and the clarity I had this weekend, and what was happening, as I said, you know, every week I was writing down my to-do list, as I always do, okay, we've got to do a podcast, a video. Because I was struggling to write the book, consistently feeling I was getting no progress, my whole spirit about everything really was changing it was almost like it was this thing that i was dreading like oh no i'm not going to achieve this or well, no because this is I, be I think you were dreading the feeling that comes off the back mm. of it the feeling of guilt that you haven't done it the feeling of almost that you just aren't meeting your own standards so then you feel inferior to how you mm. want to be you feel like you're not delivering on goals you're not doing stuff you're not making things happen and because you have a I, I guess an idea around the book of serving and helping people with it mm. then ultimately there's also the effect of you can't write it or you're not able to write it or you're not motivated to write it so you're letting other people down as yeah. well you're not able to share the knowledge that you feel is important some mm. of the stuff that we've got on the Mum Furfo channel and on this podcast and just putting it in a way that maybe other people will find it under a different medium mm. and you're not able to serve that which means that you're just constantly disappointing yourself yeah. because you're not able to deliver and no one wants to live a life where they constantly feel like like they're failing that they're not being able to deliver things and that ultimately the accountability lies solely with them mm. so i think that that is quite challenging it can beat you up quite a lot and that's what i noticed with you that you kept having it where you had the goal of what you wanted to write mm. you had the goal of what you wanted to do and every time you didn't achieve it it just bothered you yeah. but also you put it on the list for next week yeah. again so it was just this cycle and the problem is as well when you're writing it down you almost set yourself up for the next week of being demotivated because you know that there's something on there that you're not really looking forward to delivering or might struggle to do. So what happened this week was as I came to write my list and I felt in my heart, I was like, you know what? I really need an answer about what I can do to make this easier. Like now is the time. Like I was um, open to all suggestions. We also discussed it. We discussed about mm. how to maybe schedule things differently. Absolutely. How to build in different slots where... You're just doing an activity yep. and one of those can be writing as well as other exactly. things. So we were exploring the kind of, I guess, the logical approach yeah, to exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. And we were trying to tackle that and you were exploring those things and thinking about those things. But obviously you weren't quite sitting settled with the thoughts and the ideas that we were coming up with. Yeah. So you were definitely exploring it quite a lot more and here's the kind of inspiration if you like that i got or the thing that clicked for me that i had to had to learn so when i was thinking about it i looked at the goal and i said look this is really something that's honorable this is i really want to help a lot of people i believe that you know some spice that i can give this is going to be something that maybe nobody's getting from other books or the you know the complimentation of everything that i want to include in this one particular book and it came to me a little voice, if you like, or just the thought process was, there's more than just one answer to move towards a goal. So we, in my mind, I always think you write a goal, you take action, right? We talk about this. If Absolutely. you want a goal, the universe is not going to one day, just if you say, I want to get fit and healthy, it's not going to you know, make you suddenly lose 10 stone in a day overnight, right? Some products might promise that, but you know full well you're not going to have changed the habits that ended up getting you. Or if you want to start a new profession, you can't just click your fingers and you know everything about being a lawyer. There's a certain way that you have to have experience and practice. And what was on my heart was that moving forward is one option, doing the time, doing the work, 
But also, there's another option. There's two ways you can go it. And the other option is that you can say, I'm just going to stand still for a little while. I'm just going to, maybe this isn't the season for that goal to happen. Maybe there's actually a not now. Yep, absolutely. So it was as simple as the goal is take action, move forward or not now. And that was a definite choice I got. And for me, I felt my spirit, my character, when I said to him, I kind of like gave myself permission, if you like, that not now was an option. Maybe if you're watching or listening to this, maybe you can relate. I felt myself relax and get peace. And that for me, and we can maybe touch upon this in other podcast episodes, peace is a huge indicator that you're on the right path. Okay? Absolutely, yep. Everyone can relate to that. If you don't have peace about something, the chances are it's maybe an emotional response rather than actually something you'll look back and say, no, I'm confident that made sense, that was the right choice. Even if you think it's not the best choice overall, if you have peace that right now seems to make sense, peace is the key thing. And, and anything to do with faith and things like that would maybe just say, you know, it's that little bit, that little insight that you've clicked on something a little bit deeper. Now, what we don't want to do is confuse peace with having things being a little bit difficult. Mm, so mm. having peace about something means that the process generally feels easier. It feels like it settles in your mind. But obviously there are some things we want to do that require hard work. So if we want to lose weight, for example, that isn't going to be a smooth and easy and comfortable process. Yeah. Cake never hurts, but the way you know that, right? I say this to Matt every day when I go into the gym. I'm like, cake never hurt me the way that these bars are. <laughs> exactly. Cake doesn't hurt you the same way as a, a hard workout does. Exactly. If, if you haven't worked out in a little while. But we need to make sure we distinguish between the friction of the work mm. versus the friction of being ready for the goal. Oh, love that, and love that. That's that's something that I think that none of us are particularly good at. Mm -hmm. And we need to explore it because the thing is, when you try something new, mm. then sometimes it is that it's just not for you or it's not for you for now. And sometimes it is that you're just a lazy bugger because it's a bit <laughs> tricky. And so, for example, like, there's multiple times that I've tried to learn a guitar mm. and it's not that potentially it's not for me not that I don't You're want to it, though. <laughs> it's mainly I'm a lazy bugger that I won't put in the time for it. Right, that's your challenge then. To but therefore, the you're in a position where that's where you need to distinguish and actually tell yourself honestly. Because mentally, if there's no friction, mm. if you find that you have the means, the ability, you can make the time for something, mm. then probably you're ready to do it. Especially if you have a, a really big desire to do it. Mm. So you just need to make sure that you're not kind of almost excusing yourself not to do yes, things yes. just because it's difficult. And it's, it's a skill, ultimately, to learn. And you won't necessarily get it right. But what I would suggest is if you back out of everything that gets a bit tricky, mm. then probably you're opting out too soon on a lot of stuff. Mm. Whereas if you're more selective about the things that fit with what you want and the things that don't, and you're aware that some things require hard work, but that's part of the journey, if you want to become a lawyer then there's hard work required. There's mm. sacrifice required as far as time, potentially the change of careers might be a financial burden on you. Mm. But ultimately there is a friction. There is a challenge, but if it's right for you, it will, it will feel deep down. Yes. Like yes. it's the right decision yes. and the right way to go, even though the process isn't easy. Mm. And I think that's the thing for you. You ultimately explored this book. You've sat there and done it and written down and, and spent the time on it. And ultimately, it's not because it's difficult to do, because technically you can sit there and give yourself time. It's more that the 
the drive, the inspiration, the ideas, the flow and everything just didn't feel particularly right. It felt like a drought. And I think that's what I want to really stress with this, the power of not now. The difference is it felt like putting this on pause for a season, that's the thing. I know that I will write books and I know that the way that it'll come about will be effortless. And what I was feeling was what's made me kind of lead into the pause right now and just like park it, just put it to the side, Jennifer, that's a little nudge, is because the ripple effect of how my character, how I was feeling about the things that I do love changed. So for example, that not doing the thing or struggling or finding it hard then meant that I was almost rushing to get through other stuff and not enjoying it and then resenting you know, all these just heavy, heavy emotions. The moment that I said to myself, okay, we're just going to park this for a little bit. Something's going to open up. Something will change in you. You'll learn a way to write a book perhaps that'll come to you or somebody will come in my life that'll help me or you know, there'll be something that will open up and that gave me confidence that I can park it for a season. Absolutely. And when we think about things like law of attraction or whether we think more spiritually about things, my mind, when you said it, my mind went to, well, maybe you don't have all of the knowledge or all yes, of the experience exactly. you need yes. to furnish this book with everything it requires. So maybe your journey and our journey needs a little bit more within it in order to furnish the book with what it requires. Maybe the YouTube channel needs to be a little bit bigger so that you have a larger audience so that may, then you are found, rather than having to self-publish the book, mm. maybe then a publisher comes along that is wanting to explore this book. So then you can have the book in airports and in bookshops and on Amazon at a, a kind of higher profile area so that then you can reach the yep. broader scale of people that you're looking to reach and mm. hopefully help move forward with their financial and prosperous journeys. And that's the thing that I'm learning very quickly about goals. It's actually looking back on how I've set goals that I've realised every time I've written something down and I've kind of decided how it's going to come about, guess what? The universe has given me ways that I couldn't even have picked that it was going to happen. And that's what I, I kind of feel about some goals or the season that I'm in. I moved to a headspace this weekend and oh, if I could describe the kind of liberation that it felt like freedom a little bit. It was like, oh, I get to enjoy things again. I get to show up and just do what I want and just, and it'll come, the flow will come. Um, maybe that's the faith. It's like, you know what? If this is meant to be out there, I know that heaven and earth are going to be moved to put the right people or give me the right knowledge or I'll learn something or I'll see something. I know it's going to, I know it's going to flow. Um, and there was something else that I did as a result. I don't know. Another classic technique that I use, I've really enjoyed, as well as writing down goals, I had a vision board on my computer. So definitely call out that although, um, you know, I have read a lot about law of attraction and these kind of ways of, of personal development, there's actually 12 laws of the universe, if you like, and a lot of faiths and spirituality and things like that cover that fuller picture. Law of attraction, when we think of it, they're actually not giving the full picture. But one method that I really love is having pictures of things that I am thinking would be really lovely to have in our life. Now, I've, I've had a couple of vision boards. I shared the story, I think it was in the past couple of weeks, how I had one vision board for probably about a year on my laptop. And the past three months, I looked at it one day and I felt like it was done. 
I felt like what was in it, I'd created that feeling. I didn't matter that I didn't have specific things. It felt it was done. We also had a vision board in the kitchen a while ago. We made a video about it for the Kempson House channel. So you can go and check that out if you really want to. <laughs> but that again was one where we kind of, we printed pictures and mm, we took pictures and we had fun. them and we stuck them up. And that one again got retired just because we'd either achieved the things we wanted well, to do. Uh, the virus turned up. <laughs> or the virus turned up and we limited some of those things. things exactly. um, or, and then it evolved ultimately for you having it as a desktop wallpaper mm. on your laptop. Yeah, well, mine's was slightly more personal with some stuff. But this weekend, after I had this insight about not now being a choice in my goals, I felt like I wanted to get rid of my vision board. So I've actually replaced on my laptop... Uh, I've just got a really lovely quote that I love from um, scriptures that, you know, it's something that kind of inspires me. It makes me think that everything works in my favour. It's not a picture of me. It's not a picture of you, Matthew. Uh-oh, it's a bit, you're seeing a bit of a domestic happen if you're watching this. Um, but the reason I did that was I think I've entered a, a phase that feels peaceful where I kind of want the universe and God and whatever to just figure out what's best for me. And again, that might not be how I feel in a month's time. It might not even be how I feel in a, a week's time. I kind of wanted, like I've written down what I think's best. You know, my inside, God, the universe knows what's on my heart. It knows what my purpose is and, you know, and what plan I'm open to whatever. And I felt like it was time for me not to judge what was feeling right, but actually to go, you know what, whatever comes my way, I'm going to. I'm just going to be super thankful with it. It's going to open up to the right things and the right people in the right places. So ultimately, rather than like map out your entire journey and your destinations, instead, keep going with the things that you do, the things that you're good at, the things mm. that you enjoy, and then wait for the signpost to come along exactly. along the ride to then guide you towards what's next, rather exactly. than trying to steer to these things that might not be part of your journey just yet or potentially some things that you might have had on there that aren't part of your journey at all. Exactly. I got to that state really where it was maybe like I felt I needed to stop deciding what was right for me for a little while or like whatever goals I have, they, like it might well be that I put that back on, keeps me inspired, motivated, keeps me showing it could, up. Absolutely. It could be that you, you don't do the book for maybe two weeks and then suddenly the inspiration hits or, exactly, and you're ready. Exactly. But not now was the message that it just felt that was also right. So the first thing I opened up my laptop, now instead of seeing the goals that I'm working towards, it's just this really meaningful quote, something that keeps me inspired, so something keeps that makes me feel good, right? Just in the same way the vision board did. And I love the fact also in the more that you look at your own journey, your own prosperity journey for your whole life, I love how it becomes very, very personal. And that's why I really love the topic of prosperity and the things we touch upon. It's not the same as talking about business success only or, you know, personal development, you know, having to achieve things. It's really about, I suppose, getting in touch more with what you want to create and what you want to experience in life. Yeah, absolutely. I think that prosperity for one person is a bank balance of something yeah. and a health ability of something else and a family dynamic of something else. And then someone's can be entirely different. It can be vastly different where someone else looks at it and thinks, geez, I couldn't be happy like that. Mm. But yet someone else's 
delighted that that's their world it's maybe a lot less stressful Mm. so maybe their bank balance isn't high but their working hours are much more reduced they get to spend more time with the family whereas someone else maybe they're flying high in their career Mm. they're looking for the promotions they're doing really well they've got a great bank balance and they're delighted with the car on the drive it doesn't make a difference what your own definition of you being prosperous and you living Mm. the good life is it's just making sure that you identify that for yourself and then take the actions and add things, remove things that ultimately fuel what makes you feel good about your world. And here's the, and here's the also insight that I had. The not now answer almost felt like a perfect prep zone. It feels like I was kind of told, okay, and just what you were saying, Matt, it's almost like, you know, everything you're living right now, you once probably asked for. Right? Absolutely. It you're was desirable living, at one point. You're living everything you asked for, good and bad. Okay, what you thought about yourself, what you thought about people and all that. This could be the perfect setup for the next effortless action and also allow for inspired action to rec- return. And I think that's what I find that, that what happened was I was forgetting what I have already had already have in terms of business or creation. And I as I touched upon, I'd lost that kind of sense of I'm really excited to show up and what messages. And I got this sense of, okay, it's not now for this season. Return back to what you already have. And I think that's so powerful. Like if if anyone asks you the question, and I've no doubt we'll cover this in a podcast as well. I think it's such a great topic. But if anyone or you're thinking, what's my purpose? Like I'm like I'm 40, I just turned 40, okay, I'm 40 now, what's my purpose? I've got to have a purpose or what? why am I here? Why am I doing this? The simple answer is your purpose is probably exactly where you are right now. Your purpose is to be the husband or the employee, like go back to where you are. Like that is what your purpose is right now and then allow the world to open up. Yeah, I think ultimately the key is to know that sometimes you maybe take another step forward that isn't right for now. Mm. And therefore, what you need to do is potentially take that step back and just kind of reside in the world where you are good, where you are comfortable, where you are strong, where your capabilities meet your requirements and you're able to achieve all those things. You can be the best you can be. You can deliver everything you can. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you just need to be settled in that place a little bit longer before the next step is there. And it could be the next step that you felt inspired to do, Mm. but you just weren't quite ready for. Or it could be that that step actually needs to be replaced with something else. You don't know until you get there, until you're ready for it. Mm. But just sometimes in life, we're not ready. And that's that's okay. Yeah, we don't exactly. need to be constantly pushing, pushing, pushing forwards and going against all of the friction in life. Sometimes we can just settle where we are, pause, wait a bit, and then get on with it when the timing feels more right. Absolutely. So I wanted to close up and and this story kept coming back to me just in the same way I love to share and you love to share Matt some real life examples. I kept coming back to this one particular little story and it's from the Bible. In my opinion, personally, the Bible is one of the, the greatest textbooks on prosperity. I love to study lots of different religions and find like nuggets of joy. And this one story kept coming back to me. So I hope that it maybe inspire you. And it certainly gave me a comedy moment. So there's a story in the Old Testament that goes as a prophet called Elijah, right? And Elijah was completely head on strong and his job was to bring the people back to worshipping God and there was things like pagan worship and there was just people not doing a lot of good stuff you know in terms of looking after each other and things like that and he goes about his like kind of spreading good news and eventually 
he goes and he hides out in a cave and he's like, do you know what? I am just done. I've been doing what I've been called to do. The people aren't listening. The people are even chasing after me. I've, you know, caused a lot of good things and they're not remembering. They're just too set in their ways. They're not willing to listen. They're, you know, all these bad things are happening to me. I'm trying my best. I'm done. And he says, I just want to die. Just let it. So God, that's it. I'm here. And the story goes that he fell asleep. And then all of a sudden, an angel, a messenger, whatever you want to call it, something appeared to him and said, what are you doing there? Now, I'm obviously making it a lot of paraphrasing and a lot of Scottishism here, but I can imagine, I can imagine myself as that prophet, as in, I've done all this stuff, I really tried God, I've really struggled to write, you know, to do this and do this, and I thought you called me to do this, and these goals you've given me, right, I'm going in my cave, that's it, I'm done, it's over, right? And then someone turns up, (laughs) someone turns up and says, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. (laughs) You're, you're, you're being a bit dramatic, what are you doing here? Exactly, so that's what happens. What are you you doing? You're you're having a little tantrum because no one's listening to you. You're sitting there, you're moaning, you're just sulking about the situation. You can imagine, What are you up to? So that's why I love, like, the scriptures for me, there's, I can see myself so clearly in them. Right, so the messenger goes, right, what are you doing here? And he goes well, you know, I've done all this stuff and I was called to do it and I've done what I've been told to do. They still don't care, so that's it. And this is the best bit, and I wonder if you can relate. And the messenger says to him, get up. And again, extra emphasis is like the mother in me coming up. Get up and have something to eat and a rest. (laughs) That's the actual wisdom, right? And I just, and what happens is that he then has something to eat. I think actually, you know, the mess, the angel creates food for him. So he's, he's delivered a meal, right? right it's so like delivery do, turns do, up. Delivery turns up to the cave. And says, hold um, on. Have something to eat and he falls asleep again, okay? And then he wakes up, the messenger's still there and the messenger says to him, go back to where I called you to go. So basically he'd had something to eat, had a snack, then had a sleep and the wisdom was, Go back, return back to what I gave you to do, your purpose. And then there's a whole story that unfolds that obviously it was the right thing. But I love this story. And this kept coming to me. And I think it's what nudged me in the right direction. We can all be dramatic. Like if a prophet of God who's been, you know, you'd think assigned to something great has been like, look, I've had enough, I'm done. And someone turns up with Deliveroo McDonald's and says, you just need to get up, shake yourself off, have something to eat, have a sleep, go for a nap, and you will be good. And the wisdom, the extra line being, go back to where I sent you. So that for me was like, okay, Jennifer, dust yourself off, go back to what was your assignment. Don't add extra stuff in unless you have peace about it, unless it has something. And that's just for me right now. And I think it's, I love actually seeing these stories that are passed down from generations where you're like, oh my goodness, human nature has been the same for centuries and you know, that, that's the thing. years, right? I think that you can find that it, it kind of sums up. You take on too much, you're trying to do too many things and then you, you're kind of so busy that you've not really looked after yourself. Mm. And then you're there and you're hangry. And, and the whole point is just, you know what? Have a snack, have a little rest, and then just whittle down some of those things you're doing and just mm. get on with the things that are necessary yes, rather than yes. trying to faff around with all this extra stuff. You don't need to do all this extra stuff. Mm. And you're causing yourself issues and dramas by doing that. So just pause a second, <laughs> have a little reset, yep. 
and then just get on with the stuff that's actually important yeah. rather than all this other rubbish. And it's not just important, it is actually what were you assigned to, like, that's maybe the best verb I can use, but what have you got right now? Go back to where you are and then the next things and the next things will appear, right? So if, if you're struggling, as I said, and you don't know what you're meant to do with your life, you're meant to be the very best mother, father, employer, whatever you work. If you're a delivery driver, thank you for your service, especially during the past two exactly. years. I know there's a lot of people doing a lot of hard work, things like that. But just go back to there and the next thing will open up. And so in just summarising this podcast, incredibly personal podcast, but I felt it was just the exact message I've had to learn this week. And I really hope it's maybe touched even one person out there as well. It's been for a purpose sharing it. Um, if you're frustrated with the goals that you believe are good and on and you know that you want to see them happen because you know the impact they'll make on you and maybe the difference it'll make in a whole host of things. I want you to look back on those two choices that were opened or I got clarity on. The choice isn't just take action to make it happen. The other choice is not now. And maybe it is return back to where you came, do what you're meant to do. And then the way will seem effortless. It'll seem peaceful. And it's it has been actually quite a change in how I feel. I can notice a difference already. And that's why for me, it's been a lesson I've had to learn. And actually, I'm glad I asked the question to myself, to the universe, whatever. You know, how can I make this easy? How can I make this effortless? So ultimately, if you're feeling like you're trying too much, strip it back. Have yourself a little day on the sofa, binge watching Netflix, get yourself some takeaways. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the advice that we normally give. <laughs> but do that stuff as long as your finances can support it and it's all good. Do that. Just chill out, take a step back, and you'll probably furnish yourself with the right inspiration of what's next for you. Absolutely. And I'm actually quite glad we don't always get what we ask for. Like I said about Aladdin's lamp. Imagine the things you've probably asked for as your goals over all these years. I bet you're secretly a bit thankful that you didn't get that job, that maybe you got the next one that came along. Maybe you didn't go out with that girl or that guy. Maybe you got the next partner that's now the person in your life. Like, let's actually think about it. There's blessings and everything. And so if you have felt frustrated or perhaps you've had a similar thing like me that you felt that something wasn't working out, I really do hope this has given you a bit more clarity and that you can apply it in your own life. So thank you so much for watching or listening to our podcast today. As always, we have a back catalogue of well over 60 episodes, 60 episodes in audio format and a couple now. We've got, this will be number four, there's certainly a couple now as videos on the Mama Furfer channel. So whichever one you're on, there's links to the other alternative version if you want to watch or listen, totally up to you. We'd love if you'd listen to another one perhaps um, and get another nugget or pass this episode on to someone else who maybe needs to hear it today especially and obviously whatever way you're consuming this particular podcast why not press the subscribe button and then you can catch all the episodes as we move forward and release more stuff for you and also why not like it if you're watching it on the Mum Furfur channel? Thumbs up does great things for other people to find it too. So thank you so much for watching and listening today. We'll speak to you very soon. <laughs>